Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. You're listening to The Takeaway from WNYC and PRI Public Radio International in collaboration with the BBC World Service, The New York Times, and WGBH Boston Public Radio. Several months ago, the voice you're about to hear was a very familiar one, and we got to hear it again this week. Graduate from high school, work hard, and get married before you have children, and the chance you will ever be in poverty is just 2%. Yet, if you don't do these three things, you're 38 times more likely to end up in poverty. That, of course, is former Pennsylvania senator and former presidential candidate Rick Santorum speaking before the Republican National Convention. You might say he was preaching to the unconverted. Most of the delegates in the hall support Mitt Romney. An unsuccessful bid, but Rick Santorum did get some delegates and part of our profile of delegates. We spoke earlier with two of Santorum's delegates, Tony and Emily Jarms, mother and daughter delegates from Oregon, who had come to the convention to cast their vote for Rick Santorum. And even though they were a part of an essentially losing team there in Tampa, Tony and Emily told us they were feeling the big tent GOP at this convention. Oh, no, we're we're very welcome. Our delegation apparently loves us and we love them. And the whole venue is just so bright and overwhelming. I just can't tell you. And of course, this is our first time. And there are many first timers here. So we're in really good company. And Emily? Yeah, it's really just been a great experience. Um, you you can't really understand how well how it is until you're there on the floor. You you sort of get an idea by watching it, but it just feels so different being there. And everyone in Tampa so far has just been great. Um, our hotel is wonderful. The staff is fantastic, and just we've met a lot of people, and it's been really fun. Going in the Republican. Uh, sort of sense of being a, a divided group uh, that uh, the primary contest really left Mitt Romney battered and bruised. Um, how do you feel about Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan uh, heading out of this convention now, Tony? Well, I think the important thing is that um, even though we are Santorum supporters and we did cast our vote for Rick, we we believe that the party will be united, and it will be a united party um, through November. So, I don't I don't see that there's any. I mean, conflict sometimes always can produce some some wonderful results, and it does look to me as though the entire convention has has pulled together at this point. So I don't have any complaints about the results. And uh, Emily, any cynicism about uh, politics uh, blown away by this convention or reinforced by this convention? Um, well, I have to, I have to disagree with my mom a little. Yeah, I think I think reinforced. Um, I wish you know we talked more about the conservative issues, social issues, and I do kind of think the conservatives got a little bit left out. Are, are you concerned that? Uh, Congressman Aiken, uh, you know, his his views uh, tended to marginalize some who have uh, the, the sort of social agenda within the Republican Party. Emily, I, I think as far as Congressman Aiken, I I think that 
perhaps what he said, he might have said it in a different way, but um, I actually agree with him, and I find it unfortunate that so many in our party were ready to throw him overboard. When you say you agree with him, you agree with the concept that uh, a woman's body is capable of rejecting a uh, fertilization in, in rape? I actually think that is true. I think when I'm not a doctor, but I do know that it can be difficult for a woman to conceive in a stressful situation. And so I actually think that a woman conceiving during rape is is um, is so completely rare that, I mean, it it's almost doesn't happen. Now, do you understand that some people might interpret from that view some idea that if a woman gets pregnant from a rape, she must have brought it on herself, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? No, well that that is a misinterpretation and I don't see how anyone could interpret that from what I just said. I of course I would never say that a woman brought a rape on herself. That that's not what I said. I said that pregnancy so rarely occurs from rape. Uh, Tony, you agree with do you agree with your daughter? Yes, actually, um, one of the things that, that you probably should know is that um, I, ha- I did spend many years teaching and counseling in human sexuality and reproductive physiology. Um, and so I have a lot of information, a lot of study, a lot of research, sitting on some really wonderful boards and faculties and workshops. So re- it is really a fact that pregnancy rarely results in a stressful Situation. I think you could ask women who have difficulty conceiving about that, and they have to usually go to extremes. Also, interestingly enough, um, often when a woman has a hard time conceiving, um, she and her husband will adopt, and almost immediately afterwards she does become pregnant. So there's great, great evidence that indicates that that a woman under stress does have a hard time conceiving, and I don't think there's anything more stressful than than being raped. I mean, I can't even imagine what that would be like. All right, but 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 just to understood, but to be clear, both you and your daughter oppose, as Congressman Aiken does, uh, abortion in cases of rape. Yes, no exceptions. No exceptions, and and but you wouldn't but you wouldn't say that those children who are conceived during rape, are conceived out of some lack of resistance on the part of, uh, of the mother? Is, is that kind of what you're saying? No, of course not. Uh, you know, um, we just believe that abortion in any circumstance is wrong. It's just wrong, and there's, so there's no exceptions. And, 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 you know, violence done against a woman doesn't give anybody the right to turn around and do violence against somebody else. All right. Before we go, which under under a minute here, uh, what are you looking forward to, to have Mitt Romney say tonight, Tony and Emily, quickly before we go? Oh, gosh, I, I we are open to anything. We're we're really anxious to hear what he has to say. He's probably not going to agree with you on that uh, abortion question there. Well, I'm there are many people that don't. There are many people that do. And I think it's a question of education and information. And once that is um, more fully um, available to people through the media, hopefully, um, that, should, that, should be, that should be a good, a good thing for the Republican Party to pursue. 
voices there of Oregon delegates at the Republican National Convention in Tampa, Tony and Emily Jarms. You may have heard an earlier version of that conversation when they sounded like they were on the phone about two hours ago. We edited that conversation. We actually uh, technically upgraded it so their voices sound much clearer. But it's the same conversation, and we did not edit any of the conversation, whereas you could hear they were agreeing with Missouri Congressman Todd Aiken, who said more than a week ago, quote, women who are victims of legitimate rape rarely get pregnant. We were a little surprised at just how definitive and absolute those two delegates sounded on this issue. So we reached out to a doctor to see if we could put these very controversial statements into some context. Dr. Andrea Price, you are an OBGYN with the Women's Center for Integrative Health. Welcome to the program. Hello. Happy to be here. Dr. Price, does this stress referred to by Ms. Jarms have any impact, according to medical studies, on conception? Uh, Absolutely not. The type of stress that she is speaking of would be stress that occurs under chronic conditions. Uh, For example, uh, the stress of trying to conceive, like she mentioned. Uh, That stress can temporarily alter the function of some of the brain structures that can interrupt the whole process of ovulation, fertility, and hormonal levels and such. But this is a chronic, ongoing stress. Nothing that would be relevant to rape. Is there any study that suggests a woman woman raped versus consensually having intercourse are more or less likely to uh, conceive? Uh, Yes, there is. Uh, There is uh, some evidence that says that a woman can conceive anywhere from 6 to 15 percent of the time in the case of a rape. And uh, so they may even possibly in some circumstances be more likely to conceive. So the statistics suggest that in rape you actually have a greater chance than in a non-rape situation of conceiving possibly. Uh, Possibly, yes. And uh, part of this would be due to the fact that women who are rape victims are less likely to be using contraception at the time of the crime than are women that are in ongoing relationships. And And Dr. Price, before we go, we're under a minute. I want to just get all the clarity here that we possibly can. How do you consider information like this? We don't want to stack the deck or insult in any way these delegates, but are you concerned about this kind of information being public? Absolutely. I did a little digging, and this uh, this uh, misconception kind of uh, dates back to the Middle Ages, and it's just reappeared with a modern twist to it. Um, and there's no absolute biological basis for the fact that if ovulation has already occurred or is about to occur, a a, a uh, single stressful situation cannot stop a biological process that All has right. already begun. Dr. Andrea Price, an OBGYN with the Women's Center for Integrative Health. Thanks so much. She spoke with us on the line reacting to those two delegates from Oregon. You can react as well. 8778-MY-TAKE. Join any of the conversations on the program or post a comment at thetakeaway.org. And you can also like us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash thetakeaway. I'm John Hockenberry. This is The Takeaway.